Wing off, but I'm still it like I'm filmic with the still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your felt again. Remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pill sip, no placebo. Now that chill shit you said you people make you real sick. Play the people. Now the hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. No please, ODs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. What's good, everybody? This is another episode of Forever Rich Podcast. I'm going to finally introduce myself. I am Dr. Love. I have a PhD in Game Recognized Game, PhD in uh, Getting the Panties, and a Master in Thoughtology. Uh, of course, we got uh, Mr. A.B. Guapo out here and here, you know, the yeah, normal day. Yeah, what's up, everybody? You and know. then as well as myself, we got a new guest out here. We got Jay Gibbs. How you doing, my dude? What's popping, brother? Not much. Just, you know, living the dream out here, you know, being a, uh, well, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. But uh, <laughs> as uh, King Diamond always says, how's your week, my dude? Man, it's going well, man. You know, um, it's going well, bro. You know, life is life. Got the ups and downs. So... Uh, amen to that amen to that uh positive mindsets do keep those positive outcomes though ab guapo how's your week i'm doing good man it's an exciting week for me um i'm going to philly this this weekend oh oh, are you going to philly so will smith smack the shit out of you no no No. will smith ain't gonna do me like that that's not gonna do me like that but i'm going to philly you know to get retribution for chris rock i'm gonna just stand outside will smith's neighborhood you know and press some niggas but no 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 um i'm going to philly because uh the philadelphia 76ers are actually honoring my uncle um uh he's uh iraqi war veteran that passed away in the iraq war so uh they're doing a, like a hero's tribute, and uh, they gave us tickets and gave us a skybox, and uh, so we'll be. Uh, I'll be in the skybox, like looking up, like Embiid, <laughs> what up, my man, Harden, Harden, I see you. So, but uh, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, like I said, shout out to the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, also the Flyers as well are giving us a, a seat at their game, too, and they gave us a box as well. So shout-out to the Flyers. Shout-out to the 76ers. We really appreciate you. Who are they playing? Uh, I think this – I don't know who the – I looked it up, but I can't remember who the uh, 76ers are playing, but it's not a good team. So it's bums. That's all. Yeah, it, yeah, it is it, it is a bum team. That's why you got a skybox. They was like, oh, this shit ain't going to go. coming into town. Yeah, it, it wasn't no, like – Lakers, Philly shit, but bums. Yeah. Anyone, but maybe it's the Kings. I hope it's the Kings. You know what? I really do hope it's the Sacramento Kings. Just for you, I hope it's the Sacramento Kings. Uh, unfortunately, sir, uh, King Diamond and I will be at the uh, Rockets Kings game, so there's no way that they're making it to Philly here. Uh, soon, so nice try, though. But we're gonna keep it moving. So, uh, how was your week, though? My week is good, though. Yeah, it's been a busy week. End of the month is always busy for me. So, and they actually they play the uh, the Hornets. So I get to see my boy uh, Lamelo. Yeah, I do. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's been a busy week. But I'm glad the weekend's here. I'm gonna relax, hang out with some family. I get to see my mom and my dad, and so it's gonna be a good time. 
gonna be a good time. All right. Well, um, Mr. Jay Gibbs, you want to introduce yourself for some more? Um, well, my name is Josh Joshua Gibson. Um, I'm a licensed barber in Florida. I've been cutting hair for quite some time. I'm like a dinosaur. I'm still young, but uh, <laughs> like at least 13 years. I'm like always talking to my dog Alex at the shop about ideas, about life. Just I was like, bro, put me on a podcast so I could just speak my mind about whatever the hell y'all talking about. So, you know, that's my full-time occupation. No kids going on 34 this year. You know what I'm saying? I got dreams, bro. and Just got to get some goals and lock in on that shit because it's kind of like, you know, life's filled with distractions if you cater to them and uh, throw you off your course if you just ain't focused on what you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, I'm just grateful to be alive when I'm here. Oh, I also do music. Um, I sing. I'm an R&B singer or whatnot. You know, I just started exploring with that not too long ago. Okay, um, okay. You know, I was born and raised in the church. You know what I mean? So I play the drums. I'm pretty rhythmic. And uh, I met this guy named Darnell Crawford. Shout out to Darnell. He's like my brother. Um, he's the engineer and he's a singer as well. Impeccable singer. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I work with him or whatever. He came here. He's in the United States Air Force. And um, we just collab. We got some hot tracks on Spotify or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? He said he's going to drop our information. And your, okay. you know, your bio, whatever, to the video descriptions. But yeah, so, bro, go that's ahead. what we got going on. All right, that's what's up. So for our viewers, we'll definitely uh, send, or for the Forever Rich uh, podcast viewers, uh, those King Diamond Eye and AB Guapo will definitely uh, post his work in the bottom. So, you, you know, in the info, definitely go check out his music. So as a barber. Mm-hmm. What is your definition of a power of the cut? I know King Diamond I and AB Guapo did a podcast in the first seasons talking about the power of a cut. You know, the the barber and, you know, and the client, you know, a special bond. What's your views on that? Man, a cut is everything. It's like it, it gets you like VIP pass to coochie, a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Confidence. You know what I'm saying? We sell confidence when you cut hair, man. It makes everybody feel a type of way when they get in the seat. And then, you know what I'm saying? You meet so many different people, you know, on different paths in their life. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, to a degree, it could get draining because, you know what I'm saying? It's like a real needy situation, like a mechanic or a job. You just have to be reliable. If you're going to be a good barber, number one is be reliable. Number two is be punctual. You know, I have a problem doing that time <laughs> in and time out. But, you know, I stay busy pretty often. But, uh... A barber has a lot of power. It's like you really got a key to the streets. If you like you network with a lot of people, it's just you just everybody come to your seat. You eventually start unfolding like who they are, their identity. You figure things out and then you just take it from there. So the world is your oyster if you ain't got no children, you know what I'm saying? With networking, you know what I'm saying? You can do a lot with being a barber. So I concur and concur, you know, with, with many of my studies and, you know, thoughtology and, you know, getting the panties, a haircut goes, goes many ways, you know. Um, but uh, my question to you for this man, it really interrupts me. Uh, is there ever a client or has there ever been a few clients where 
you know, as masterful as you are, the panties is just not going to come out. Like they just, what you're working with is just un, unable to, you know, put your skills to, you know, to make a beautiful artwork it's like you try your best and it's just like motherfucker got a Stephen a hairline and then he got some patches in the back of his head you got any of those i mean i got a couple of those guys you know if they got a Stephen a hairline boy <laughs> i sometimes tend to marry in a domesticated relationship locked in mm. i don't really have too many guys that's like out here in the field with that bullshit on the head you know what I'm saying? so I don't know, bro. You know, I bald heads, bro. Just go. If you got a Stephen A, get a bald head, bro. I hear you. you. I hear you. But I don't really have too many guys that I deal with. That's just like your shit is not just what it is. Unless it's like a kid that come in, they shit nappy as hell. Hairline be like here and shit. (laughs) Angry. Haven't combed they shit in a month. Yeah, bro. That shit's aggravating as fuck. I hate that shit. I can't even lie. When I see them, like. Let me shut up. Niggas should get paid a hundred dollars for kids because they don't give a fuck about a haircut. No value at all. You know what I'm saying? Jay Gibbs about to have a whole bunch of little kids uh, out in the shop <laughs> protesting. What about a bunch of single moms outside? <laughs> Oh, oh, Motherfucker, I know you was talking about my hairline. It ain't my <laughs> shit ain't nappy, all right. I'm telling you, bro. Barbie but uh love for single moms too, bro. It's sad, but it's true. Damn. Yeah. I mean, and that you brought up single moms, we saw an actual a uh an article talking about uh how ninety-eight percent <laughs> I don't know if this is actual true statistic. Like this could just be some bullshit. Nah, but... that's some some ghettoology right there. Yeah, it's probably not a it's probably not a real fact. But we yeah, did no. see an article that we wanted to talk about. It said 98, 90 or 98%. 98%. 98% of uh single moms are due to their behavior. And uh so I, I kind of wanted to pick everyone's brain in here because i thought it was an interesting article not because the statistic is probably right but in the age we live in now how much of the single parent dynamic is truly based upon women or could be men too that don't make the situation work um you know especially with like Kevin Samuels. I don't know if anybody all watch Kevin uh-huh. Samuels yeah you know what I'm saying he 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 provides a lot of pressure on the women and I, I think it's I think it's rightfully so. I think a lot of times, you know, the men get a lot of blame and they don't get to express themselves or talk about their side of the story. You know, it's always men are dogs and he ain't shit and blah blah blah. And I, I don't think it's always like that though, you know. I know a lot of good dads out here that try to do what they can for their kids. So I'll start with uh Malcolm. Um what what are you thinking about since you're a, a dad yourself? Not a single father, but do you feel like women make your situation harder than it needs to be? Uh, for me personally, my situation's not uh, anywhere near that. Thank God, because uh, I ain't gonna Praise deal with Lord. that shit. Um, but <laughs> you know, I do have some some people close to me, some relatives that you know have to endure that shit. From um, there's one significant other, so you know they gave the 
the joy of bringing their kid into this world. And I honestly feel like uh, to a certain extent, it's like, I would say it's like a 75-25%. Like the ones that, you know, trying like for fathers or the mothers that, you know, just be trying to do everything in their power to get, you know, that other person involved into their life or be in their kid's life. I do feel like some of the things that they, some of their action, previous actions have caused the other person to kind of resent them and try to, you know, um, push them away from their kids uh, in a sense. But I do believe 75% is goes to the, um, the parent, the mom or the father that, you know, the mom that, you know, don't want her, you know, want the, father around or the mother that or the father that just don't want to be around for the simple fact that um like a lot of people do it out of despite like a lot of moms do it just because one the fa- the baby father don't want to be with them no more they found somebody else you know they're serious about the other person so they have some resentment because it's like how the fuck are you gonna be with this person when you could have been with me or you know they just their whole relationship was based on negativity. So they, every time they see them, that it's just based like that. Um, I got some, uh, my brother has been in some situations like that. I ain't going to throw out his business out in the streets like that, but you know, he, he'd be having some rough times with his baby mama. Um, my sister, she's like certified drama with her children's fathers and shit. So, um, it, it comes it comes and goes like i just hate the simple fact that like those people like the moms that like push they you know always like you said always on there talking about fathers ain't shit you know they always do something like they always like make it a goal to glorify that like they bring that out so they can be like see this is what i'm talking about and 99 percent of the time or i don't, i won't go 99 I'll probably say about 65% of the time, I'll change the number. It's not always like the father just don't care or just doesn't want to be in the kid's life. It's it's like the dr- the negativity that the mom brings when the dad's around. He don't want to endear that shit. So, like, unfortunately, he takes it out on the kid. And it's just like, oh, I don't want to be with the kid. Or the mom tries, like, does things like, I've noticed this too. It's like moms do things like, oh, your dad won't let you get piercings or tattoos. I'm going to let you get piercings and tattoos because I want to be the cool mom. And then I want you to not like your dad because I let you do what you want. Your dad always got strict rules or the same thing with the moms. It's like, oh, I have a set curfew. Your dad don't care about you. He's always leaving you at your grandma's house so he can go out to the club or, you know, be with such and such. So, yeah. Uh, it's a sad thing because at the end of the day, you're affecting a kid that their whole life is damaged for no matter, even if you thought you was doing it for a good reason or bad reason, or just cause you're a shitty person because you just want someone else to suffer and you're using your kid to cause that suffer. It's just, there's no, there's not a winner in that situation at all for nobody. And the, biggest loser is the child because the child needs that fuck no matter how many moms out there want to be like oh my child it's me and my child against the world especially if you have a son a son you can't teach your son how to be a man no matter what you ladies out there want to say and vice versa no father could teach their daughter how to be a woman 
like you need both of those like they always say that it takes a community to raise a child and i feel like that's the biggest thing it, but it starts with the parents but parents is the big funding of the community that helps that kid i agree josh you want to chime in or you want me to go let me hear your part and then i'm gonna back all of that shit up <laughs> okay so i definitely agree with malcolm's take but I have a little spin on it, a little different spin on it. But I do agree that I just feel like bitterness is just like, I feel like that's the foundation, though, of the issues. Um, I was talking to Bobby, one of our friends today, and he was just telling, telling me about like how, and I'm not going to put all his business, but how his baby mama is just very bitter and makes things really hard for him. And how he wants to be in his kids, you know, lives a lot more, wanted to be during a certain time period. But, you know, she made it hard because of the things that they dealt with in a relationship. And so I just looked at that and then we talked about this and it's just crazy how everything just tied together. But it's just like, to me, it's like, why would you want to make a situation of co-parenting or co-habitating, whatever you want to call it, um, harder than it needs to be it's already hard enough to raise a kid because no one here is perfect no one here knows you know like you don't have the secret formula book of like this is how to raise a kid and this is how it's going to turn out perfect but you don't know you know so all you can do is work with your partner who you chose to lay down with and have a kid with like it was not a surprise it was not like a you know like you just opened a box like surprise motherfucker this is your baby daddy like it's not you you know you know that's gonna be your baby daddy, right? So it's like you should want to make that situation work, especially if you are lucky enough to have a a man in your life that wants to be a father, that wants to be a uh, male figure for their son or their daughter. You know that that's that's a thing that you should cherish and want to make keep around as long as you can have it. So I can definitely understand where that statistic fake statistic can be coming from but the situation you know can be rough when someone isn't trying to make it work so just anyone that's listening out there ladies men even if this this could be for men too if you're not trying to make shit work you don't have any right to say anything about a complaint about your baby mama complaint about your baby daddy because you're not trying to make it work in yourself you you have to put out the effort to get back the effort, you know, and that's how I feel about that. But I'll let you go, Josh. Let's see what you how you feeling. It's such a technical subject matter because at the end of the day, you know, life circumstances is just it's whatever you want it to be at that moment. So people, I ain't gonna say they make mistakes, but I could say they could be ignorant to the fact behind the the. The consequences of the pleasures of having sex unprotected. It feels good, right? So, boom, you have a kid. Maturity, number one. Like, that means a lot. Like, both parties that create the baby, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're not mature enough to just approach a situation and understand that this may possibly not work, like, you're going to have some shit. Because everybody feels a certain type of way of, like, how they want their life to be. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, like when you don't got two minds that agree, of course there's going to be a war. And when you get a kid involved, it's just like, oh, shit. It's like, 
you got to dodge unless you really are stable minded in your head to really actually co-parent. So it, it's always like it's a very, very beautiful thing that God has granted us. You know what I'm saying? As humans to, you know, reproduce, procreate, make children or whatever. But mentally, if you're not ready for that, you're going to be fucked up nine times out of ten with the scenario. When, when You know what I'm saying? When you make a kid. I mean, so long story short, bro, it's like it's just a lot of people out here in the world. They be living life. They be getting caught up in the moment and there's kids and it's unfortunate for the child because they're innocent but it is what it is i mean my viewpoints on this shit is just like it's like buying a car <laughs> you got to really figure out the specs or buying a house you know what i'm saying you really i feel i really feel like relationships are are meant for you to become friends first so it won't be a little, you know, hostile when it comes down to just immediate, like, romance. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, like people have their their standards. And then once they get into a situation, it's just like, boom, yeah. I got this big-ass gun pointed at your ass because you ain't following my rules on how I want to rock out. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like a whole child is here. And then people want to move on with their lives. And they, they they're at odds with each other. You know, maybe one person wants to be mature and maybe the other person doesn't. So be it. You know what I'm saying? Now y'all got a warfare and you got to take that shit that two adults could really logically like reason with each other. And you got to take that shit to court and somebody going to pay child support. You know what I'm saying? You got mental health issues. It's just like, it's a fucked up situation. It's just, it's all, it's super deep, bro. I just wrap that shit up if y'all ain't married. That's all I got to say. It's just keep, I'm just keep it basic like that. You know what I mean? Just wrap it up. But it, I know sh- the shit feel good. So they be like, man, man, fuck all that. I mean, that got ties back into our last week's episode where we talked about the uh, male child uh, <laughs> birth control that they're working on or got coming out. So, yeah. <laughs> so there you go, guys. I mean, there's the bottom line is that you got really no excuse. But until that comes out for sure. Wrap it up, you know? Yeah, but before we end this one, I just want to say to answer your question, I just feel like in the sense of sometimes the woman, uh, they um, they do it, they make it difficult for the man just because they want to show him like, yo, I did this without you and we're you're missing out on all this happiness that you could have been a part of, but you chose to do some other, some other shit. You know what I'm saying? And then, but is it really happiness though? That's the question. It's just like, it's just like a I'ma prove you wrong type shit. Like, oh you are like, oh, I found someone better. And then it's like, did you really find someone better? Because I'm out here, I have your kid, I'm doing all the I'm grinding, you know, seven days a week with your child, and I, you know, I I dictate whether or not you see your kid or not. I dictate, you know, how how you the per- perspective of you being a good father. Uh, roles and how much money you pay me yeah. a month. <laughs> and i think it, it what he, uh jay gibbs was saying makes a lot of sense because it's like you got to also remember how a lot of these uh relationships these parenthood start some t- i would say a good like 65 percent of these relationships or you know are funded on a one night stand or you know it's just a relationship because you know she got that 
throat throat 3000 that guac guac or whatever or you know she got some fire cat you know and you uh, dudes is gonna be like i ain't letting this go i'm gonna i'm gonna beat it up until it dry out type mentality or i find something better and then all of a sudden then uh, of course you know they're not to pull, pull out kings and then you just you you got to deal with the consequences there's been plenty of times in my previous history where i'd be like boy I ain't pulling out. And then I'd be thinking about it. Like, do I really want to be with this girl? Do I want to deal with this chick for 18 years? Um, at the last minute, you boy be like, hee hee. Oh, pull it. Pull the carpet away. Because, nah, it's not worth it. Like, that's a mindset you got to have. Like, if all shit fail, can you really deal with this person for 18 years? And even more than that. Because sometimes, like, you still got to It's forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's forever. Like, 18 is just, they're an adult. But... It's not like they disappear off the face of the earth after after they turn eighteen. Like, but you don't have to deal with the mom necessarily so much because you know you ain't paying child support or anything in that nature. But at the same time, it's just you're never gonna. It's never gonna end. And so, it it, how how the relationship starts is always gonna dictate how the relationship ends. Majority that is very, very, very true. Everything. That's facts. But That's very facts. You could fuck like a rabbit at like fucking 15, 16 years old, and your brain ain't even like in tune with like what's going on in this world. You're not in tune with bills. Stay with your parents if you got a good situation at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all a sex is pleasurable and everybody wants to feel good. So I get where the fucking train wreck happens when it comes down to like making kids and shit but like if you ain't hip to like reality like also society also makes it more prevalent like it's okay to be 16 and pregnant and because all these goddamn mtv tv shows and whatnot so it's like society is now just like we we accepting it like yeah you want to be 14 with the kid go ahead pop it out you know you don't know who the father is Oh, you can't anymore, but you used to be able to go on Maury. Oh, oh, you got some drama between you and your baby daddy? All right, let's go on Jerry Springer or, you know, let's go to Steve Welko's show or like all these damn <laughs> Dr. Phil and all these other shows. It's like you're making it more acceptable to where back in the day, it's like you're 16 with a kid. Like your life's fucked, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, it's a different world we live in. It's crazy. It really is. Just really great. But how are y'all feeling about this subject? Um, chime in, like we always say. Um, to comment in the comments so if you're watching on YouTube. You know, like, comment, subscribe, all that nice jazz. But uh, let us know. Let us know. You know, come talk to us on the Instagram page. Message us. You know, we like to hear you guys. Even show up. We got the Wednesday live now. We do now. We go live on Wednesdays. Come in there if you if you hear a topic that we talked about previously. You disagree or i want to throw your two cents in let us know but uh so ladies before everyone thinks that we just bashing on the ladies our next topic we are going to get into is something that you know sticking up for the ladies so we don't want no ladies coming at our heads in the comment <laughs> sections or you know fuck forever rich podcast they lame because they they think it's all women are evil duh, 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 duh. so um the next topic is is Dudes sending inappropriate texts to women. So basically, um, there was a story about, you know, women putting dudes on blast and they were sending all these text messages and shit of, you know, basically men's weak game, like trying to get, you know, 
naked pics and you know talking about they dick hard and shit like that. So, <laughs> AB Guapo, since you singling and mingling, and you probably the one out here singing dick pics. Uh, what's your views on on the? <laughs> I don't send any of it. Yeah. That that that's that's the number one rule, bro. Don't ever start a conversation out with a dick pic. That's just number one. Like that's just sets you up for a bad situation. But look, if you're gonna slide into some DMs, just like just I, I feel like this. Okay, if you're gonna slide into the DMs, whatever you say, you know, make sure you're comfortable with that being told to other people. Because nothing you say is a secret or private, right? So if I, you know, I send a message to a shorty, it's not. There's nothing wrong that you slid into her DMs, but don't be mad that someone could take what you said and post it somewhere or do something with it. Like once you send it to them, that's it. So you just got to think in your mind, like, is this something? If I'm saying whatever I'm gonna say, is this something that you know I'm cool with someone else hearing? Hearing, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't say no weird shit, you know, like, oh, you trying to come uh the uh, lick my, you know, whatever you into. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and then, you know, you know, niggas find out later and then be like, Whoa, bro, like, I didn't know you was into some weird shit or some shit like that. You know, it's like you can't be mad because you know that's what you said. So. A B guapo like his butthole like that's basically what you get <laughs> people. Yeah. No, I don't You're like no. dream jobs and shit. My man no, no, like no. he's putting them cheeks. No, why do you always be trying to like just violate? You brought it out there. You the one that put it out there. No, No, I didn't say nothing about you. It was like whatever you want, you know, get eight or you know, whatever, whatever you No, I'm just I'm saying if you're just saying some weird shit like that. I didn't say I say that. I just say if you're saying some weird shit like Mm -hmm. that, you know, you gotta be mindful of what you're saying. That's all. It's like sending any other text messages. But what I will say is now on to the women's side. What I will say is, you know, it is very childish that you, yeah, that, that you are gonna go and make a thread showing what people say. Um, that's just childish. Like we all know people say weird shit in your DMs. Is it really do you really need to get the satisfaction to embarrass these guys? I, I'm sure it's not gonna stop them from saying the weird shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got on this Twitter page. Like, they don't care. A lot of these niggas send this shit to like 30 different chicks. They go in DMs and be like, oh, shorty cute. I'm gonna say this. I know niggas that do this. Like, go in there and send like 30 messages to different chicks. Blackout. <laughs> in their DMs. And then just be like, let me see what I get back. So you ain't really doing nothing, but I just think it's more childish than anything. Sure. Jay Gibbs, I'll let you go. Man, first and foremost, I don't Mr. No effort at all. I don't even I be thinking about <laughs> I look at women, you know what I'm saying, on social media, but I don't necessarily reach out like that. Um ain't no telling. I'm I'm a I'm a type of guy. I I need connection, like in real life. You know what I'm saying? I need to see what it is, but like sending sending fucking DMs. It's a 50-50 shot. So it's just like, it's a numbers game. You just got to run that shit up. If you really mm-hmm. about that life, run that shit up and see what type of goddamn bite you're going to get back with the bait. You know what I'm saying? If you really want to be serious about it, I suggest you say some smooth shit. If you want to be a dickhead and just get some laughter, oh, man, that shit was hilarious. 
yeah, be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> fun shit. But I don't like the way that shit feel inside my body. If I really take my shot, you know, nobody likes rejection. But if I really take my shot and the bitch don't comply, you know what I'm saying? What I I would want the scenario to end up to be. But nah, man, that shit's this internet shit is different, bro. It's, it's really different. Yeah, it's a different beast. And I've also, not to cut you off, but I feel like you were saying it's a 50-50 shot. I feel like it's even less than that. Really? I feel Yeah, I, I feel like DMs don't be getting responded to like that, like in general. And I've talked to a lot of like chicks before and I'd be like, and you like, I mean, any, any girl you guys like, you could test this theory. A lot of girls just don't respond to people's DMs. Like they respond to very few, very little. Um or even a lot of chicks don't even fucking read them depending on how good they look and how many they get stranger danger <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying it is weird you're right exactly because it's like it's you just right. a yeah you just a random dude sending some shit that you they probably don't know you so you don't think it's even weirder to be like oh uh, you know like send just a picture of your dick this chick don't even know you yeah, that's, that's a horrible way to come that's like basically walking up to a girl at the gym and just pull it yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just pulling your shit out, like you know what I'm saying. Like that's so weird. But all right, Michael, you go. My bad. I just wanted to throw that in there. Glad you did. Um, I'm gonna play both. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna be on both sides. Um, I don't think it's childish for women to uh put niggas on blast like this. And the only reason why I say that is because um dudes out here in these streets be like. They be trying to make it seem like, you know, they like they just all about their game. You know, they smooth criminals and shit like that. Like they they come correct and it's just all about the women just being re- rejecting. Like they just rejecting. They just rejecting. And it's like, no, it's about the delivery, bro. It's like even the baddest chick in the world. You can if you treat her like she's a human fucking being, you can bag them, bro. I've I personally have done it. There's plenty of times there's been chicks that have been out of my league, and then people be like, "Damn, how you pull that, bro?" Just having a normal ass fucking conversation with them. Ninety nine percent of the time that I would talk to get a girl's number, I wouldn't even ask. I wouldn't ask the number until the very fucking end, and I'll, all I would do is just ask about them the whole time. Get them talking get them to smile and then compliment them on the smile and then be like hey you know it's very nice meeting you you know uh i would really like to kick it with you after even in the club like i would like to kick you you know outside the club type thing yo that would it be okay if i got your number um hit you up sometime you know i don't even have to be like we can go out to a movie or something oh wait 99 percent of the time it worked 99 because they was like oh he ain't just you know hey what you doing tonight let me come over let me smash or anything and then when you conversate with the chick you don't even be asking i've me personally i don't ask for no naked pics i've never asked for any of that i would gladly like to have any of my exes come on here and be or any on social media and say that i've asked for some naked pics or anything like that because it's just it's what's what are you gonna do with a naked pic like right it, it doesn't it doesn't satisfy me like who now if you send them to me i ain't gonna be like oh you're gross don't send them to me i'm I'm gonna compliment by oh damn you look hella good you know yada 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 (laughs) but i ain't gonna be sitting here like hey you should give me a naked pic like hey you should send me a naked pic now 
And it's crazy because I always kept getting the same results. It'd be like, oh, you different. Like, how am I different? Because you don't ask for naked pics. You don't ask for like, like, yeah. Because if at the end of the day, your naked picture ain't going to do nothing. If I really want to do something, I want to do it with actually you. Not no damn fucking picture. What the f- In real life. I want the real flesh and thing. I don't want no damn sticky fingers on my own hands. Hell no. So it is for these ladies. It is. They need to be putting dudes on blast because motherfuckers be acting out here like they magic Don Juan, like they motherfucking Drake out here and they be getting females left and right. And they be sending the corniest shit in the fucking world. They just be like some majority of the time they be getting lucky or they, they women only hitting them up is because they got some bread. And on the contrary to that, and it's like, like Book was saying, they not responding because it's like majority of these women want attention. They crave the attention, but when it's for, they're targeting only certain people that they want this attention from. And if you fit that criteria, you could DM them. They're going to instantly respond. But if you're not, if you, you could be, you know, you could dress super nice. You could have a nice ass car, but if you don't have, you know, if you, they don't see you think that you financially stable like they want you to be or out here, they're not going to go into it. They're not going to respond to your DMs. The majority of the time, they're going to be like, book. They're going to think that you're just trying to get some ass. And then they're just going to, even if they do look at it, they'll probably just look at it while they'll probably read like the first little couple of words that come in that you could see without opening the DM and keep on scrolling. Because female love the attention out here. But they're this. Our society has basically trained them to like, yo, there's a certain category. If you this bad, you got these many followers, you ain't fucking with Joe Schmo down the street. You trying to you trying to upgrade to, you know, there's a, the IG uh, superstars or, you know, the actual superstars out here driving, you know, the fancy cars and all that shit. So it's just. Like you said, in person, it's a different monster because you're there in person. You can automatically tell if they really feeling you or not, or they might not be an interest to you at all in the beginning. And then it turns out to be something else. Like when I met my girl, we basically was talking like, Hey, let's just be friends. Uh, I'm just trying to kick it with you. The next day we kicked it and then boom, it became something after that. So it's not like majority of the time the your relationships is always not going to be something that you actually strive for. It's like, Hey, we kick it. We cool. Like whatever, then boom! Like you said, you became friends first, and then right. it blossomed into something bigger. But it's it, it it goes both ways. Like women have the right to put niggas on blast. I feel like because like I, they think they too slick out here in these streets, and then women, y'all, you complain, but then you 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 crave it at the same time. It's like a double edged sword. It's like you can't be upset. You want the attention like you do things purposely to get attention from men, but you can't be upset when you get the attention and then you got 50 billion DMs of niggas just trying to hit because you it's always about presentation. And I feel like the majority of the time women and I'm not trying to say the way that you dress automatically, you should dictates, you know, that you want to fuck or anything like that. But. If you know you only clearly doing it on IG and shit just to get likes. And you know niggas is not only gonna like it because they be like, damn, I wanna fuck. So it's a double edged sword that, you know, society just plays out and it just it's a lose lose situation. 
in my personal opinion. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch what you guys do out here, man. It, it's it's one of those things where nothing you do is private anymore. So just always keep that in mind. If you're going to DM a shorty, you know, I recommend being respectful. You know, I feel like that's always the best way to go about it because you never know. You might see that same shorty out in person, and she might be say as so, ugly as shit. I'm just uh, putting that out there. <laughs> That, a whole bunch was, of filters, a whole bunch, of, and then you see her face is like motherfucking the Rocky Mountains and shit. She got like <laughs> eight days of makeup. Her eyelashes is like falling off. She got a waist trimmer on, and then as soon as you take that off, she got a beer gut bigger than mine. Like, let's keep it real. Like, well, I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going that far, I'm, indeed. But Dr. yeah, that too. Doctor Love Dr. keeps it real. I'm sorry, ladies. That too. But what I was gonna say is that. Just because they never open your DM, that doesn't mean they never read it or kind of see like what you were saying, like they read the first couple words. So like you see them out in person, you know, if you say something wild that's just like turned them off, that kind of closes the door completely. You might have an opportunity in person to finesse something, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like double back and finesse, but you know, you just got to watch what you say. That's at the end of the day. Watch what you say. If you ain't comfortable with getting exposed, then, you know. I wouldn't send that. And just because you struck out once at bat, don't mean you know you try again later down the road. Yeah, you gotta get back up on that motherfucker. Yeah, you might home run it, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" And that's when niggas be like, "Oh, my life's a movie." You know, I just I just knocked out this baddie right quick. Like nobody thought that I could pull it off. Then you like acting like you DJ Cali <laughs> in the back of the uh, the Bentley, just like. Mm. I'm fucking, I'm that nigga. So it's like, you know, there's win wins and there's lose loses. You just got to play your cards right, in my personal opinion. I just be feel like a lot of guys be getting hurt when they be reaching out, bro. Yeah. Like nobody likes rejection. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of guys most definitely approach the situation in an aggressive manner. Like, man, fuck it. Let's get straight to the point. That's probably been them guys that's been like, man, this bitch ain't saying shit to me or bitch be disrespecting me. Like they they don't even read my messages and shit. They feel some type of way. They like mad as fuck. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the men out there some game when you're in the club. It's the and AB is gonna is gonna uh back me up on this. It's the three rule. Count to three and you just shoot your shot, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, it works. It but works. I, we, I don't we, care. I don't care if Beyonce coming. I'm doing the one, two, three, and I'm shooting my shot. I'm like, fuck it. If Jay Z slapped me like Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, I'm taking the risk. But you know, you, that one, two, three, take a deep breath and just shoot your shot, and you'd be surprised how much. Because like, it's, it's all about confidence. That, yeah. but at the same time, it's like you know, some chicks is like they want the attention, and like too too many dudes is just scared because they're like, nah, like you said, they were. A fear of rejection so they'd be like nah i ain't gonna because she just gonna you know she gonna just cold shoulder me and then i'm gonna let, I'll be out here looking stupid man me and book one two three let's go hey we got rejected yeah. you have a good night all right what's the next on one? to the next one one two three <laughs> let's go i feel like a lot of dudes the, the internet is like it's a, a shield yeah, yeah. It's chill yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get you get reckless on the internet. You wouldn't half of them dudes wouldn't do that shit in real life. No, nah, obviously. And, and nah, if nah. you do do some wild shit like that, you gotta have some sippy sip in your cup. <laughs> maybe <laughs> they out the hand. Maybe yeah. the motherfuckers drooling while she walked by, like, uh, right. 
Oh. Yeah, there were some weird. There were some weird guys out there, but maybe we'll do an episode on on spitting game. You know, like that. The game, the game itself. Maybe we'll get some advice. We'll see. We'll see. Nah, y'all need to buy my book for twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> like I ain't just giving out, you know, game for free. I I gave you the one, two, three. That's 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 all pro bono you getting out of it, doctor. Yeah, you gave him more than that. You you told him what you say when you talking to him too. That's a lot. Nah, bro. That, 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 all right, then that's enough pro bono that I you know charity work. You know I can't be out here in these streets giving out free free material. You know. <laughs> all right well you hear this first from dr love you know he maybe he'll come back on another episode maybe he won't maybe we'll have a special uh maybe we'll start a patreon and you know if y'all spend enough money you can get yourself a free session with uh not free but a session with dr love you know he'll give you some advice i might make an appearance on you know one of the the live on wednesdays you know i might you know educate y'all maybe you know I might show you like a little secret formula, you know, Krabby Patty type things, you know, to help your game out. But uh, uh, it's special occasions, you know, I don't come out often, you know, I got, you know, research and studies and Nobel Priest prizes to win and shit like that. So, yeah, he's got to write his dissertation on, you yeah, know, man. thoughtology. You know how I many degrees I'm, I got right now? I'm trying to get beyond doctor degrees okay i'm trying to be like doctor i'm trying to be like phil jackson the zen master out here okay so but yeah but but we appreciate you josh coming on this week's episode we really appreciate that um if y'all listening to this oh my bad say that again i was just saying it's my first time doing this i always wanted to do some shit like this so yeah that's super dope y'all keep it up uh, thank you. We appreciate y'all. And if y'all are listening to this, check out Josh's music. We'll have the link in the description on YouTube. Um, but that is it for this week. King Diamond, you have any last words? Uh, before we go, just and also if you're in the Florida area, go check them out if you need a cut because you know uh, master yeah. of the cuts. You know the power of a cut helps you. You know with your game. You know Doctor Love proves that as well. But uh, as always and always, positive mindsets. Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Bridge Podcast. Deuces. Peace out, y'all. Have a good week. Adios.